Hello, everyone. This is Raul Ramirez of the Catch Wrestling Alliance, where we help you elevate your grappling, and together we keep real wrestling alive. Thank you very much for listening or watching, whether it be our YouTube channel or Twitch or any podcast platform that exists. I think we should be on most, if not all of them. Uh, let us know if uh, you know if there's some app you use, and you know if, if we're not on there. Uh, you can try to figure out a way uh, to get on there. Um, okay, so yeah, a lot of things are kind of happening. So, um, <coughs> excuse me, uh, might as well start off with some cool announcements. So we will be having some uh, catch wrestling matches coming up at uh, the beginning of October. So those will be here in Los Angeles. I'm not sure uh, how many yet, but uh, should definitely be several. Uh, so, uh, it will be, um, kind of a mixed group of people. Uh, so hopefully we have both men's and women's matches. Uh, so it should be good overall. And we'll be giving out more details as, uh, the time draws near. Uh, we're basically trying to, uh, we have like, a we're trying to narrow down the matches and see who all is going to be participating for sure. So that's why I don't want to like give out any names or anything like that. Um, but just want to let you know that it is happening and uh, it definitely will be, um, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, it'll definitely be filmed and will definitely be posted here on our YouTube channel. Um, so you got that to look forward to. Um, also, uh, within the next few weeks, we will be starting our catch wrestling class again at UCLA. Um, so for those of you who are uh, UCLA students, Feel free to join. I think there's also um, a um, like a all martial art, all inclusive pass that you can get at UCLA. Uh, so you can take all the different martial art classes, see which one you like. But um, if you if you do that, you can also take our Chinese wrestling class. Uh, so that's going to be a new thing that uh, they have me teach at UCLA. So the Chinese wrestling, so it's like the jacket wrestling. No, you no need to do or no need to um, buy a jacket or anything like that. It's it's never mandatory. So uh, just to let you know, so you get more wrestling time. It'll be basically takedowns. So you get more time to work on takedowns if you're a UCLA student or if you have any access to uh, the gym there. So you can enroll. And we have like that, like I just said, we have that martial arts pass. Um, so I want to throw that out there. So you'll have all this extra time. Uh, to train but if not uh, we have uh, our weekly class that's always going on at fight science mma so that's in the mid city area of los angeles so it's like right right smack dab in the middle so should be pretty easy to find we're on washington boulevard um you're always welcome to drop in you don't have to join the gym if you don't want uh we're, we're there you just pay like a drop-in fee um so yeah, there's all these different options. If you're nowhere near uh, Los Angeles and all that, uh, feel free to uh, join our online academy, which is pretty great. We have it's 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 called the CWA Academy. That's on our website. Uh, we have a really great uh, like new app part that's part of it, the community part. So uh, we're always I'm always posting videos on there. Um, also, uh, you know, you're free to chat in there with the other students so it's it's a it's a really uh, great value altogether. and so 
Uh, not only can you learn, so we have like the courses that are in there that you can learn the fundamental stuff and it graduates. So basically you, um, once you know these techniques, then you can uh, basically have to demonstrate that you know them right? and then you get access to more and more classes. But in the meantime, uh, our, our like community app is there. We're always putting videos in there. Um, so it's really a great value. Oh, also too, um, I always forget to mention this, but they're not an official sponsor, but if you want, um, we have like a link for Kajabi. So that's like the platform, uh, that we use also. Um, so like if you, if say if you're like, if you know about a specific subject and you want to start teaching it online, uh, you can, uh, use our link in the description and, um, if you join, um, then you, you can basically put your classes online as well. Um, and it will help us um, at the Catch Wrestling Alliance. And uh, if you have any questions about that, you can always ask me if that's something that you'd want to do. Um, I can totally uh, give you some advice and stuff about how to do all that. Um, all right. So with that being said, let's go ahead and get to the, the main subject of our uh, podcast here. So the toehold, right? So in catch wrestling, um, the toehold, or even a lot of what we call, what we nowadays call submission holds, um, we're seen a little bit differently than the way they are now. So I think that confuses a lot of people. It seems to confuse even a lot of historians. Um, you know, especially people, that's kind of what happens to even, um, I've noticed a lot of historians for wrestling and catch wrestling, they tend to not be athletes or grapplers uh so um anyway a lot of things that are called submissions today uh are were always just considered wrestling holds back in the day like so like the eight late 1800s early 1900s uh it was known that you can use a lot of these holds not only not only to gain control over your opponent uh but you can also use them to pin somebody Right, so you show um, control, you gain control over their limbs, or say, like in the case of the neck cranks, you know, you get you get really good control over the their head, and you can roll them over onto their back, so you can get the pin, right? Because the the pin is the thing in catch wrestling that supersedes all these different holds and stuff. And so, with that being said, let's go ahead and get to. Farmer Burns' uh, description of the toehold, and this I'll show you first. So it comes from his his uh, correspondence course. So he used to have, you know, it's a uh, like mail, like was it like not mail order, but like you know, he used to have his version of online academy, right? But back in the day, right, they used the U.S. mail, right? So, um, so I don't know if you can see here, so. Uh, Lessons in Wrestling and Physical Culture by Farmer Burns. I'm sure you can get this like on Amazon.com. Um, I don't know how much it costs. I've had this for years and years. Um, but let's go ahead and look on page 28. Open your books to page 28. This, this book is the compilation of all the different uh, lessons that he would mail out. And so... Page 28 is one of the lessons. It's figure 27. It's actually, uh, this figure is uh, what I use in the like the thumbnail of this on our YouTube channel. So we talk specifically about the toehold. So I kind of want you to, I know the 
the image of the or the quality of the image isn't great but it's like frank gotch uh bending someone's foot over his thigh and then the topic says toehold uh let's go ahead and uh just read what he says just a few short uh sentences really uh, much has been written by sporting editors about the toehold in wrestling and all agree that it is one of the most painful and effective holds known to the profession providing it is applied in the exact manner necessary all right so uh people are scared of it and uh he's gonna explain uh, why it's not necessarily uh, the danger that people think or explains how it's used, how it really is used in wrestling. Okay, so Burns continues. There are many variations. Gotch and Burns use at least 17 distinct forms of it, yet few wrestlers know how. Note in the picture that Frank Gotch is astride his opponent's body has the leg bent upwards and at a sharp angle, the ankle twisted, and the toes powerfully grasped in both hands. The opponent is absolutely helpless. Gotch could break his legs or ankle at will. He gradually pulls legs forward and at the same time twisting the ankle and holds the opponent's body uh, positively firm and rigid. The punishment becomes so great. So this is the part you want to pay attention to. <laughs> the punishment becomes so great that the opponent invariably turns over on his back and lowers his shoulders to the mat in order to escape further punishment. Practice this hold with extreme care and have it practiced on yourself. For practice strengthens the muscles and enables you to get away from the hold frequently provided you start in time that is before your opponent gets the position shown in the plate so uh, he finishes by saying there is some talk of barring this hold but we see no reason why it should be barred for any more than a hammerlock or other punishing holds now, let me read that one again so I, just so you, you hear it clearly uh, there is some talk of barring this hold, but we see no reason why it should be barred any more than the hammerlock and other punishing holds. So uh, this is a real, it's, oh, it's good that he mentioned hammerlock specifically because there's this old plate uh, that describes catch wrestling and it says basically, you know, it's all about uh, pinning the person, whether, uh, no matter how you grab them, whether you use um uh, like you, even whether you throw them down and pin them, or if you use a specifically as a hammerlock uh, to get them down. So what it means is like catch wrestling was never, or I, I don't know. It, you get these weird, you get these weird uh, ideas from some historians where it's like it's almost like they describe wrestling as uh, like where you don't ever grab your opponent, and so we all know that that's not the way it is. Uh, catch wrestling in particular uh, is called catch as catch can because you start neutral and then you can grab uh, your opponent you know by the wrist by the head by the leg so there's all these other styles that had specific starting uh, positions and catch wrestling was not like that so and also you have stuff like greco-roman 
uh, where, uh, you know, you can't really grab the legs. You got to do all these upper body throws and stuff like that. So catch wrestling uh, was not like that. But um, so it's more free the more we like say uh, the way we kind of understand it today. Uh, but also you got to find ways to control someone to throw them down. It's not just always you don't know you're not always going to luck out and they fall over. So even in sumo wrestling, how like, these matches are so fast. And it's all about getting someone to even touch the ground. Um, they'll have a lot of ways to firmly hold the other person whether by the arm so like we say like hammer lock right um or head you know they in sumo they even use a lot of uh what i call a quarter nelson stuff so it's all these ways to gain control over the person uh and you so then when once you get that control then you're able to maneuver them down onto the mat uh preferably onto their back right so same idea with the toehold and burns is is really trying to get people to understand that uh, because burns are totally fine with no strangles and whatnot um, but um, the toehold uh, he's not he sees the that there's potential in you know where you can harm your your opponent but it's also a great way to say like punish them and control them so that they roll onto their backs in order to relieve the pressure and pain of the toehold itself right so that's one of the main ideas that's the that's one of the ideas of the or the main ideas of the double wrist lock the neck crank stuff like that is you get uh people to move based on uh the pain right so um, that's one of the reasons why these holds were like, say like they were never barred because, um, they show and demonstrate control. So one person, one opponent will demonstrate their control over the, over their opponent because they have control over, say like with the double wrist lock, they've gained control over the whole limb. Uh, and in this case, Frank Gotch famously was able to gain control uh, over his uh, his opponents by using the toehold right and so uh, there's i should have prepared some of these uh, images right because there's like the really famous one of frank gotch on the cover of the police gazette where um, he would get his famous gotch toehold so one of the very one of the many variations that burns mentions where you get the toehold and you'll and frank would uh, lift the opponent their the opponent's legs off of the mat that also gave uh the opponent space to basically spin underneath or spin right and uh, uh pin themselves really so you get enough of that um uh that discomfort and the punishment the way burns describes it and then in order to relieve that you gotta roll over and so you can think of that or the rolling onto your back as uh, the way you tap out in wrestling All right so um i think unfortunately because so many people are kind of like i guess like infected by the way things are today uh they don't know that um uh things were seen differently or, or things had different uh ways of being referred to in in other eras you know even things that were not too long ago not too not in the too distant past um and so um 
So there, no, just kidding. <laughs> no, but uh, let's go ahead and talk about um, the other things that he kind of mentions. So ultimately, it's about control. And like how he says here, the punishment becomes so great that the opponent invariably turns over on his back and lowers his shoulders to the mat in order to escape further punishment. So if they resist too much, then of course you can break an ankle or uh, or, or even like you can get some uh, knee pain or knee a lot of knee damage. All right. So this was the idea of it. Right. Um, let me see. So, for, so Frank and his coach Farmer Burns, right? Um, they believe that it is, it is one of the most painful and effective holds known to the profession. Right. So if you and he says like if you if if you know how to do it right, you can you can win basically, and you're not really going to damage your opponent. Right, you, I mean, well, if they uh, if they resist, right, they can they can be damaged, right? So, so um, it's really up to them in a way, right? If they don't want to roll over and um, you know get pinned, right? Because that's the, the quite often that's the way to relieve the pressure, right? So uh, it's you you leave it up to them if they're gonna tap out if they're gonna do a wrestling tap out by by going onto their backs then you allow them all right. all right so i think that was pretty much it in a nutshell let me know your comments you know feel free to comment right now if you're watching it live um or in the comments later um but that's the whole idea and if you want to think about catch wrestling in particular there's like three main holds and i think my good buddy on the east coast john strickland um he also kind of describes it that way where it's like you'll have the headlock, you have the double wrist lock and the toe holds. So um, a lot of these things, so a lot of these, a lot of these moves you might see nowadays in jujitsu where um, they do these, what they call like, um, uh, or they, they give them different names, right? If they do a variation of a double wrist lock, which right now there's like several or, you know, even like short arm scissors and stuff like that. So um, they'll have different names, but you can kind of group them back into the three main categories, headlock, double wrist lock, uh, toe hold, and all these things that you're seeing nowadays would just be considered like variations of these three. And so that's why a lot of times, you know, there's nothing really new that's going on in grappling, even though a lot of people want to believe that, oh, it's it, uh, jujitsu and has really evolved so much. Um, but a lot of times like you'll see some move and someone's like getting famous off of uh, some kind of move that they think they made up. And then you can find like an old black and white picture of uh, some wrestler doing it, you know, back in uh, the early 1900s or even later or even earlier. I mean, um, so uh, I kind of want you to think about that in a way. So uh, just know that these moves can definitely be used as submission holds. So say like nowadays, if you learn catch wrestling and you do a lot of no-gi competition or gi, uh, but I'd say it's probably going to be more effective in no-gi. So then you can first get control over the person and then you should be able to submit them. Uh, but again, you got to think of them as 
ways of gaining control over them. And then uh, you, if, if they don't roll with it, right, then they, they, you can damage them. Um, or you can, you can think of it as ways to get the pin, right? So uh, that's one of the main ways I want you to be thinking about it. Still think about uh, catch wrestling as a wrestling style. So the pin is very, very important. So like the way we do it in our in our events, so say it's the same way that it's done in Wigan, where even uh, I think I shared I shared like a few weeks ago, uh, there's one of our matches. So uh, back in Iowa, one of the couple of events we had over there, uh, we had um, NCAA referees, and so they are very used to. And, you know, and, and trained to see pins, right? So uh, they were easy to kind of coach into, you know, so you know, basically, you just they, even though we were doing catch wrestling, you can use an NCAA referee because really all they have to do is see the pin, you know, see when the, the shoulders are, are both on the mat. And if they see someone tap out or um, then they can stop the match, right? So, or if you see the two opponents go off of the, the, the mat or something like that, they stop it. So it becomes even easier because then they don't have to worry about marking points or standing them up or anything like that. It, so uh, in our event in Iowa, we had NCAA uh, referees. And so we had one match in particular that I shared the video of just recently on our social media. So you can see it on our YouTube channel uh, on our shorts and stuff as Anthony Pacek versus Johnny Boyd. So when Anthony uh, like got close to Johnny, Johnny put Anthony in a double wrist lock and he tried to hang on to it and try to maneuver it. But uh, Anthony was able to roll Johnny onto his shoulders and, you know, our great ref, saw two blades or two shoulders on the mat at the same time and calls the pin. So that is catch wrestling, basically. So um, you're not going to, uh, like, I think we've seen different people try to do these, these different versions where you can be on your back for a long time or whatever, or the if you're in a submission hold, then it, the pin doesn't count. No, that's not like catch wrestling and even in many ways that it's been described uh you can use these different holds so like how say they said even farmer burns mentioned the hammer lock or toe hold or double wrist lock uh these different neck cranks you can use these different holds to gain control over the person and throw them down onto their back that's kind of the the goal uh, but say like if you are trying to use a double wrist lock or toe hold or whatever, and if, and if your opponent knows counters to roll you onto your back, even though you might still be holding onto that hammer lock or that double wrist lock or whatever, uh, if your shoulders go onto the mat at the same time and you're there for, especially like in our, in our matches, we do two seconds. Uh, so then you're pinned, you lose. So the, the pin will supersede the the submission attempt right or the, the the wrestling hold right so actually look out for that in our in our upcoming matches in our upcoming events but you can also look back at that on on our different um 
we have different playlists and i think we, I, I try to make sure that all the matches are in one giant match playlist on our youtube channel so feel free to look at that um i think it's good that uh we had or we were able to have uh ncaa referees because uh, they were you know they're just so used to doing their own thing but uh you know with regards to marking points and whatnot um but I think it was like a, a joy for them, or not necessarily a joy, but like made it easier for them to do their job because like they just had to watch out for pins and just make sure that no one was getting injured or whatever. So um, hopefully you got the idea of like how catch wrestling or how uh, to approach these holds in catch wrestling. A lot of it's really based on controlling and restraining the person maneuvering their body to pin them and uh, you can always use them as submission holds um, especially nowadays in you know modern grappling modern nogi um, so hopefully that that makes it more understandable as to like the way you approach catch wrestling and the way the uh, uh, catch wrestling is different from modern grappling um, so let me know if you have any questions or feel free to make comments. Uh, you can always support us through by joining this YouTube channel. You can um, see a bunch of our extra videos. I also post a lot on there. If you become a member of the YouTube channel, uh, you get access to like tons and tons of videos. So I'm also po posting a lot uh, on there as well. Um, so that would be a huge help, especially for our events, because say like the the referees you got the especially if you're using ncaa ones you know you have to pay them so uh, all that whatever you contribute goes directly to our events um you know also you have to like rent venues and whatnot so uh it all helps so consider that um there's also um ways if you know you can just become a member of our youtube channel uh, at a lower the lowest tier uh that that's also a huge help um, so, cause all that goes again, like I said, goes towards our events. So it would, it would be a huge help. So thank you in advance. Uh, so yeah, consider that also, again, we also have the classes at UCLA fight science, MMA and online on our YouTube channel, CWA Academy. Uh, if you need any, anything specifically, uh, we can also do one-on-one uh, -on -one coaching sessions so we can go over. Uh, so use my expertise, right? So uh, if you need anything with regards to uh, strength and conditioning, uh, coaching catch wrestling, coaching um, even like say like mindset stuff or whatever, uh, feel free to use my expertise. I have like a PhD and I'm a physician and I've been, I've worked in gyms for, uh, you know, over 10 years um so i'm here for you so we all we got we have all that information on on our website catchwrestlingalliance.com all right so guess we'll catch you next time